Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 98 Teams microcast. I'm Wasim Parkar, and I'm going to talk about the UEFA Champions League round of 16 draw that just concluded. And boy, do we have a fantastic draw or what? Even during the group stages, I felt that this year's Champions League felt so open. There was so much freshness, excitement, new clashes. And now in the round of 16, we have some real heavyweight clashes. And I'm so happy that we just didn't draw a repeat of the fixtures that we often get to see in the knockouts. There's genuinely some exciting new clashes to look forward to. So let's get right into it. I'm going to go in order of the draw. So the first match that was drawn was uh, Schalke versus Manchester City. I think it's fair to say, despite trying to be as open-minded as possible, that Manchester City are the clear favourites over here. If you'd have asked most group winners who they'd like to draw, uh, most would have said uh, Schalke. Now, of course, football is played on the pitch, not on the paper. And, of course, in any sport, you always say anything can happen, but you just can't see it. Schalke, after doing so well last season to finish second in the Bundesliga, just aren't playing at that level. I don't think they have the players. Uh, I don't think uh, they're playing with a clearly defined style. There's just no fluency in their football. It's fair to say that uh, while their qualification for the round of 16 was impressive, they were the beneficiaries of uh, the group of life, the so-called group of life, because there was no outstanding big team in that group. So I think their journey is going to come to an end against Manchester City. I'm not even going to get into tactics over here. I think uh, Pep Guardiola's men will defeat Domenico Tedesco's men, um, maybe Domenico Tedesco might, might, and I hope this doesn't happen because he is a promising young manager who's going through a difficult spell, uh, but he might not even be the manager come February. The next round, uh, the next tie for the round that was drawn is an absolute cracker, Atletico Madrid versus Juventus. Now, I've got to be honest, uh, as a person who generally likes to watch his football played on the front foot. Uh, one of my fears the last four years, whenever these draws for the Champions League uh, have been made, is that somehow this shouldn't be the final. So I'm really happy that this is in the round of 16. I would say this is a very exciting match because I think you're seeing two exceptional managers, two managers who suffered a lot of heartbreak in the Champions League, both losing uh, two finals each. Uh, Diego Simeone's Atletico, of course, losing twice to Real Madrid. Uh, Massimiliano Allegri's Juventus losing once to Real Madrid and once to Barcelona. Now, uh, one one of the interesting things about both these teams are, although yes, there are many facets to them and sometimes maybe it's a bit unfair to label them somewhere, I would say that both these teams, in the Champions League at least, have always been more reactive than proactive. So I expect these matches, both these legs, to be like real chess matches. Uh, I remember when Juventus and Atletico were in the same group. They were drawn together in 2015. Uh, and Atletico Madrid uh, won the head-to-head. -head. I think uh, they won in Madrid and they drew in Juventus. Uh, just, just because Juventus just couldn't break down Atletico's defense. And uh, even Atletico were not free-scoring or anything. I think there was just one goal scored across the two matches. And despite the tremendous attacking talents of the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo 
and Antoine Griezmann. Uh, I don't see many goals in this match. But I still think because of the tension, the quality of defending, you know, when you've got the likes of uh, Giorgio Chiellini, Leonardo Benucci, uh, as well as uh, Diego Godin and uh, Jose Jimenez, Stefan Savic, uh, I'm expecting some exceptional defending. Uh, will the midfields be able to provide that X factor that will unlock the other's defense. That's going to be really interesting. This game is so close to call. I don't even think who plays home and who plays uh, away uh, in the first or second leg really matters over here. I'm just uh, plain old sitting on the fence in this one. It's a 50-50 tie. The next one, another big heavyweight clash, Manchester United versus PSG. Now, uh, the easy thing to say over here would be that uh, PSG should be clear favourites considering their form and considering the form of this Manchester United, especially this season. Uh, that being said, history does matter. Now, we got to be honest over here and say that United don't really have a recent history in the Champions League to begin with. In the last five, six years, they've really not done much in this competition. They've missed out on qualifying twice and then there was a one time again under Louis, Louis Van Hal uh, when they qualified and they didn't even make it out of the group stage. United of course last year lost to Sevilla in the round of 16 so why would uh, you give United even a punter's chance? I think just because of course PSG uh, have that mental block they haven't made the semi-finals of the Champions League yet. The last few years they've uh, lost in the round of 16 despite being heavily favoured so they do have to overcome that mental block. I think though uh, under Thomas Tuchel there is a bit more about them, there's a bit more thought, there's a better balance to the side, there's more thought given to tactics and I think they're mentally tougher. Uh, in addition, it's clear to me that the likes of Neymar and Mbappe really want to make a statement. So I'm giving PSG the slight edge, the second leg is at home. I wouldn't rule out United and I wouldn't rule out Mourinho. And maybe I'm saying something safe and I'm trying to not be too risky when I say that. It's just because uh, sometimes in the Champions League, especially in the knockout stages, uh, you know, the best team doesn't always win. And sometimes if you play reactive football, luck can favor you. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that United can win. Uh, but nevertheless, with the talent on the pitch, whatever you may say off the pitch, I think these two matches will be matches to look forward to. And I can't wait to watch this one. I'm going to go with PSG. Now, next out of the hat was Spurs versus Dortmund. Now, maybe this, for fans of these both clubs, maybe a bit of a stale fixture, but I think neutrals will still appreciate it because these are two progressive teams. Again, two very interesting managers, Mauricio Pochettino and Lucien Favre. Uh, Spurs, of course, beat Dortmund home and away in last season's Champions League group stage. Uh, before that, they played each other in the Europa League. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was a round of 16, uh, and Borussia Dortmund had schooled Spurs then. Uh, this was in 2016. So there is a bit of recent history uh, in this clash. But it doesn't necessarily feel like the same old, same old, because there's so many exciting players to watch in this game. Uh, I think 
on the basis of the group stages, you'd like to think that Borussia Dortmund are the favourites. Of course, they finished on top of Atletico Madrid, uh, while Spurs uh, finished second and just barely qualified. Uh, but again, I'm going to sit on the fence over here and say this match is uh, 50-50. Uh, when you've got the likes of Harry Kane, Christian Eriksen, Dele Alli, and then on the other side, you've got Marco Royce. Paco Alcacer, Jen Sancho, Mario Kotze. There's so much attacking talent. And I think both teams defensively can actually be got at uh, when they play against higher quality teams. So I think there are going to be goals in this one. Uh, for me, this is probably going to be the most end-to-end -end tie of the round. And again, I am sitting on the fence. This is a 50-50 tie. Next up, Lyon versus Barcelona. I think this is going to be a very, very interesting game. Uh, right off the gate, it's easy to say Barcelona are the clear favorites. After all, they've never lost. Uh, they haven't lost in the round of 16 for a long time. Uh, they're playing some sumptuous football with the likes of Usman Dembele, Lionel Messi. Uh, Luis Suarez is so slowly coming back in form. But Barcelona can be got at defensively. And the thing is, uh, I'm almost tempted to make Barcelona clear favorites against teams uh, that are reactive, but against teams that can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Barcelona. And yes, Lyon maybe don't have the names, but they do have that attacking mindset. And that front three of uh, Nabil Fakir, Memphis Depay, and Bertrand Torre can cause any defense problems. So Lyon are the kind of team, they don't even need to be in the game to be dangerous. They can hurt you in so many different ways and they have an exciting young midfield that likes to play on the front foot with uh, Hussam Awar, Tenga and Dembele uh, and of course uh, Pape Diop. So there is a lot to be excited in this match. I'm going to give Barcelona the favorite status over here but I'm just going to go 60-40 because an attacking team always has a chance. Now, it could well be that because of Lyon's defensive deficiencies, Barcelona might end up winning this match more comfortably than I am saying right now. But I wouldn't rule Lyon out. And I say that with more confidence than saying I wouldn't rule Man United out. Uh, but I think this is going to be a cracking game filled with attacking football and lots of technical quality. Next up, it's uh, Roma versus Porto. In fairness, this is probably a draw that maybe both teams uh, wanted and both teams will feel confident. Uh, it's interesting. I know Roma aren't doing so well this season after the highs of last season reaching the Champions League semifinals. But uh, Roma drew a very similar opponent last season in the round of 16. They drew Porto uh, in the round of 16. Uh, they drew, sorry, Shakhtar Donetsk in the round of 16. And they came through that. And once you win that one knockout tie, anything is possible. Now, Porto, of course, would be looking to make amends for last season. They probably felt quite humiliated being the Portuguese champions, losing the first, like, 5-0 at home to Liverpool. I think they'll look to correct that. You've also got to factor in that Porto are at home in the second leg. So I think unless Roma drastically improve over the winter... And of course, that's always the big question, right? Uh, we all do these instant pieces after the Champions League draw for the round of 16 in December. But we all know European football in December is so different from European football in February. This could have a completely different complexion. But as things stand, I'd have to give Porto the slight edge uh, 
despite Roma maybe having more talent. I just think with the second leg at home and Porto developing that winning mentality and the fact that they surely want to make amends for last season, I think that's just going to give them an edge against a Roma side that's underperforming. Although, watch that space, you know, especially uh, if Roma have a new interesting manager, anything is possible. But I'm going to go with Porto in this one. Uh, two more ties to go and two really historic ties. Ajax versus Real. Real Madrid, uh, the history in this tie is just unbelievable. Ajax, four times Champions League winners. Real Madrid, of course, 13 times winners, uh, three in a row. Um, for the last three seasons. And uh, two teams who went in the draw with a completely different mindset. Ajax thrilling everyone. Everyone's so happy that Ajax are back over playing vibrant, effervescent football with a young team packed full of talented youngsters. Uh, whereas Real Madrid may be a little stale, a feeling of the old, but this is Real Madrid we're talking about. And Real Madrid in the knockout stages of the Champions League, you just can't rule out. And uh, I say this with a heavy be hard as excited as I am uh, for this young thrilling Ajax side I just can't go against Real Madrid in the knockout rounds because I wouldn't be surprised if they're playing amazing football in February and saving their best for this you know when you've got the likes of uh, Sergio Ramos, Tony Cruz, Luka Modric uh, even Karim Benzema and Gareth Bale, who, yes, are suffering in the absence of Cristiano Ronaldo, but they have that winning history with them. Uh, you just can't rule them out. So I'm going to go for Real Madrid uh, to win this tie. Although, again, like the Lyon versus Barcelona tie, it's a 60-40. And Ajax on the day, if they play sumptuous football, certainly have it in them to expose Real's defensive problems. And in the last tie... Liverpool versus Bayern Munich. I'm so pumped up about this. I just can't believe this tie has never been drawn in the noughties, in this decade, in the 90s. Uh, but finally, we've got Liverpool versus Bayern Munich. Both teams, of course, five times winners of the Champions League. I think this is going to be an absolutely riveting tie played on the front foot. Two teams who love to attack. And it's fair to say, on the evidence of this season so far, Liverpool have even learned how to defend better, whereas Bayern, especially against the top teams, are uh, very vulnerable uh, defensively. Uh, the first legs at Anfield, and I think Bayern Munich is the kind of opponent that the Anfield crowd at Liverpool will thrive on playing in the first leg. Expect uh, Liverpool to come out of the blocks, roaring on an Anfield European night. And uh, I'm going to be brave on this one and not send the defense and say that for me, Liverpool are the favourites in this game against Bayern Munich. Uh, just because Bayern don't necessarily have that freshness. Now, there are two X factors in Bayern's favor, uh, and those are Kingsley Coman uh, and, of course, Aryan Robin. Uh, for me, personally, Aryan Robin has been the great player uh, who's not been Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo in the Champions League. People say he has only one trick, but there are a lot of dimensions to that trick. And when he does it so successfully and so consistently for so long, you just can't rule this guy out. Of course, Robert Lewandowski also has a point to prove, uh, since many critics are saying that he doesn't perform in the biggest games. Uh, so Bayern, of course, are dangerous. And Bayern, like Real Madrid, have that history. They almost always make it to the semifinals. 
Very rarely have they lost in the round of 16. Um, but I think Liverpool just have that freshness, that excitement. And I think tactically playing a team again, uh, playing a team like Bayern Munich suits Jurgen Klopp to the T. Uh, so I'm expecting Jurgen Klopp to beat Niko Kovac over here. Um, but of course, Bayern being Bayern, you won't rule them out. But I'd say... Liverpool are 70-30 favourites. So once again, we have a cracking Champions League round of 16 draw. I can't wait for the matches to come around. A quick recap. Schalke versus Manchester City. Atletico Madrid versus Juventus. Manchester United versus Paris Saint-Germain. Tottenham Hotspur versus Borussia Dortmund. Olympic Lyonnais versus Barcelona. Roma versus Porto. Ajax Amsterdam versus Real Madrid. And Liverpool versus Bayern Munich. Ah. Man, I can't wait. Thanks for listening. This is Vaseem Parkar signing out.